You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, the local, the state, the national, sometimes the international. We cover down on all of the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, uh, those of y'all that have been listening to the show for a while know that on uh, more than one occasion, we've had a national spokesperson uh, on the question of school choice, Corey DeAngelis, come on the show. He's with the American Federation for Children. The person who helped me coordinate that, though, is a, is a friend of mine, Ryan Cantrell. And Ryan, uh, we met each other in Montgomery years ago when I was in the legislature and he was working there. Uh, Ryan is now the national director of government affairs for American Federation for Children. And I thought, what better person to go ahead and bring on and talk about school choice during school choice week? My friend, Ryan Cantrell. Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm great. It's good to see you, Phil. Good to talk to you. Absolutely. Thanks for making some time. Uh, I appreciate it very much. Hey, let me ask you, uh, first of all, you guys work on a national level, I know. Um, and uh, American Federation for Children is one of the lead advocates for school choice. Uh, how do you feel about the, uh, the legislation just signed in by the state of Iowa uh, for you know, uh, education savings accounts? I mean, truthfully, 2023 could not have gotten off to a to a better year and or a better start. And I, I'll tell you, Phil, it, the the story of Iowa is just incredible. I mean, this is a state that a year, I mean, a 12 months ago, a year ago, they pa- could not pass out of the House a smaller version of this bill. Um, they they it was a much smaller scholarship amount. It was you know very limited to a to a smaller number of students. Um, you know, due to a lot of work that was done over the last 12 months um, by, by AFC in partnership with a lot of other national and local groups, um, you know, we saw that flip. Um, and, and then, you know, of course, um, Governor Kim Reynolds, I mean, who I don't know that there there is no better leader out there on school choice right now yeah. um, than, than Governor Reynolds. Um, and she she leaned into it. And what a great start to 2023. Well, I mean, so you make a couple of points there. Governor Reynolds, it's sort of like what we're seeing with things with Governor DeSantis. Even though she does not pass the laws, she can certainly advocate and she can coordinate with the legislature and they can have a policy position that then becomes legislation. And that leadership of the executive branch does mean things. Well, and, and not just that, uh, Bill. I mean, as you know, I mean, yes, of course, it's important for them to have policy positions. But, um, you know, this time last year, um, you know, like I said, we couldn't get this same bill passed, and we were all just so incredibly frustrated, and we knew things needed to change uh, in, in the state house in particular. Um, and, and she was really willing to lean into that. She endorsed n- um, nine candidates um, against incumbent Republicans in the House who had voted against or who had voiced um, opposition to her ESA bill. And, um, and I think eight of those candidates ended up winning that she wow. endorsed eight incumbent candidates um, were beaten on school choice issues. So, I mean, for anyone who tells me that, you know, Hey, listen, my, the folks in my district don't care about this issue. Um, I would point them to those eight examples in Iowa. And I would, I could show you eight folks who thought the same thing. Um, and, and now, you know, 
they they weren't there to vote on this bill this year. Wow. That's, see, that's what I was about to ask you was what, what changed. And it sounds like part of it was you had fresh blood came in with a different perspective, and, and they, they were able to bring it to bear. Was it a close vote in the legislature, do you recall, when they passed it this year or, or, or the one that she signed? Or was it, uh, it pretty was much 50, widely carried? 55-45. Um, wow. I can tell you, having been involved in it, it, it felt a lot closer for a long time. <laughs> um, but um, – but I, but I can tell you, I mean, listen, this, like I said, I mean, that's a 10, 10 to 12 um, uh, seat flip from where we were a year ago. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, this is a bill, Phil, I'm sure you've, you've talked about it or you've looked into it, but um, that in three years, every single student in Iowa will be eligible for a scholarship to go to the school that works best for them. Um, so this is you know, going from, from zero to every child over the course of the next three years is an incredible accomplishment. Wow, man, that is that is so amazing. And and listen, this is um what do we have uh is it Oklahoma and Arizona are the two other states that have similar legislation in place? So Arizona, um, you know, last year passed um, uh, expanded their ESA to to universal uh, in nature as well. All 1.1 million students in Arizona are eligible for an ESA. Um, that's a seven thousand dollars scholarship to to tailor make the education. You can use it for you know homeschool curriculum. You can use it for online tutoring. You could use it for uh, private school tuition. I mean, it's just this. You, it runs the gambit of what you could what you can use that scholarship for. Um, and and so those are the two states really now Arizona and Iowa that have um, in place uh, or at least have passed into law a, a universal uh, school choice bill. I know if there was one being discussed two years ago in Oklahoma. There was one discussed last year in Oklahoma. There'll be another one discussed this year. We're really optimistic. You know, Governor Stitt out there is a huge supporter of, of school choice, and we look forward to working with him and legislative leaders on on trying to get that across the finish line. Um, and, and we're seeing these bills all over the place. I mean, Utah um, is, is on the verge of, of passing a, a similar type of, of, um, of legislation out there. Uh, Florida just introduced a piece of legislation that would do the same thing last week. Um, other states, I mean, Georgia, Nebraska, uh, Ohio, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, other, I mean, all kinds of states uh, right now are, are exploring these, uh, these opportunities. And um, and, it was, you know, it's really in response to what parents are wanting. I mean, coming yeah. out of COVID, I mean, it, it was really, really hard for, for parents, you know, who, who were stuck and didn't have any other option. And uh, we've seen public polling that, that shows, I mean, this is a this is a huge issue uh, for parents. And it, it's, it, and it has broad bipartisan support. I mean, we're, we're talking about 70 percent among yeah. all voters, um, you know, almost 70 percent among Democrats. Um, more than 80% among Republicans, you know, 65% plus of independents. So, I mean, this is a, this is across the board. You, you, there are no political issues out there that have this type of support. Well, um, why there aren't more that are getting on board, so, you know, who knows? Well, let, let me ask you this, Ryan. And, um, I mean, you're, you, you're a homeboy. You, you spent time here in Alabama. This is an <laughs> Alabama-based radio show. I spent time in the legislature. I believe you were still there when we passed the Accountability Act, weren't you, in 2013? Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah. yeah, that was a great fight. I mean, you, you, were, help, you, were, you were part of the, the, the group that sort of helped author that bill in the Pro Tem's office, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and so all that to say, where do you see Alabama going? What, what, what do you smell in the wind, if anything, and what do we need to do to convince people in our, 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 our current legislature that this is a track worth getting on? 
Yeah. I mean, listen, Alabama, I really feel like is at a crossroads right now. Um, you know, you, you mentioned the, the, uh, the accountability act that was passed in, uh, 2013. And I mean, Phil, you, you just mentioned to me, you were there, you remember, I mean, I'm, I'm convinced that to this day, we still would not have school choice in Alabama. Um, had it not been for a handful of legislators who said, this is what we're going to do. And, um, I need y'all to come along with this. Um, and, and there were some political maneuverings, of course, that went along with that, that some folks didn't love, but listen, at the end of the day, I'm not convinced that there was any other way that we were going to get school choice. Yeah. And, and the reason for that is just that the teachers union for so long in this state has had, um, a, a, just a firm grasp on far too many legislators. Um, and, and listen, this, I, I'm a graduate of public schools in Alabama. Me too. Um, I'm, I, I still live in Alabama. Um, I'm, you know, our, we homeschool our kids right now, but I'm, I'm hopeful at one point to put them in, in a public school. And, um, you know, this is, this is not a private versus public school thing. I, there are far too many times we get into this argument of, well, you know, you just want to defund public schools. I, I absolutely not. I want our public schools to be the best schools in the nation. There you I go. want it, every school that um, that we have a child in be the best school in the nation. But what I also want is I want parents dictating, parents deciding what school that is for their kids. And if that's a public school, then fantastic. I, I, let's let's make sure our public schools are the best that they can be. If that's a home school, then then let's give the parent the resources they need to make sure that that's successful. If it's a private school, well, then then so be it. My, you know, as as advocates for education, we should not care what type of education that is. We we should all we should want is uh, our children to get the best education possible. Um, and so we're really at a crossroads right now where we have to make a decision. We look around us and all of these other states are moving in this direction and we're really staying stagnant in Alabama. Yeah. Um, you know, and we have, we have a huge opportunity coming into this, uh, legislative session later this year. You know, we're starting to hear some, some positive things about school choice, which is incredibly exciting. But at the same time, you know, I've, I've heard positive things said about school choice for a decade now in Alabama. And, yeah. and until, and, until we see some lawmakers that are willing to go down there, um, and, you know, and, and cast a vote and really be vocal on this, um, we're, we're going to be stuck. And, um, there, and right now there are too many kids that, um, are not getting the education they need, or just frankly, not in the environment where they need to be in to thrive. Um, and we need to do something about it. Well, Ryan, I, I knew you'd bring some great color commentary to the situation. I also knew you had your finger on the pulse of uh, the national as opposed to that. And I'm, I'm hopeful, and we're, we're up against a break now, but I'm, I'm hopeful that what we're going to see is uh, the recognition that parents are beginning to see what other states are doing and that the legislature realizes it can't just keep a lid on this. It has to begin moving towards the same things that its peers in other Republican-held states are getting done. And uh, so anyway, hey, man, thanks for your time today. Thanks for the work you do on this on this topic. And thanks for your service in Montgomery. We were there together. I appreciate you as always. No, thank you, Phil. Appreciate you having us on. Absolutely. All right. Boomer, take us to a break, man. That was uh, Ryan Cantrell. He's the National Director of Government Affairs for the American Federation for Children. Um, he and I were in Montgomery together at the same time. He was one of the guys quietly in the background helping author a bill that is the, the icebreaker for school choice in Alabama. And we got to go next level now. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We're switching gears on the Triple Dipper. We'll come right back with the war on gender. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.